Do you know what every single teacher needs more of in their life right now? Laughter. Literally, I think laughter is one of those things that can make a terrible day in the life of a teacher so awesome. And I think right now a lot of us are at the point where if we don't laugh about it, we might cry about it. In fact, maybe we're going to laugh and cry at the same time. And I think that's exactly what's going to happen in this episode of Teachers Just Talking About This Teacher Life. I invited my friend Gasper to this episode and he is absolutely hilarious. One of his number one missions as a fellow teacher is to create comedy, to create those opportunities to just laugh because they are everywhere in this profession if we just look. Now, before we get into the episode, I want to tell you about a five-star review that was left on the Apple Podcast app. The teacher made it really simple, and they said, five stars, positivity. I love the positivity and laughter in each episode heart emoji. The user was cool cools on the Apple Podcast app. And I love that they mentioned laughter because you are going to have a ton of it in this episode. Gasper is not only a classroom teacher, but also a stand-up comedian. And so sit down, stand up, cheer, clap, do whatever you want in this episode. But the number one goal is to get you laughing. There is awesome in every single school day. big question. How can teachers like us who love our job, love our students, and love being a part of education celebrate awesome even more in our classrooms and learning communities? Where can we find teaching tips and tricks? Where can we find engaging stories and motivational strategies? That is the question, and this weekly podcast is your answer. So welcome to all my teacher friends. My name is Monica Genta, and I am so excited that you are here listening to this podcast, This Teacher Life. All right, teacher friends, we are here with another amazing guest for Teachers Just Talking, and this is a really fun segment where we're literally just finding awesome educators who are passionate about different things, and today we brought on Gasper, and we're talking about humor today, so you're like the perfect guest. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're just so funny. And before we started recording, I was like, during the Super Bowl last year, you had the funniest shit. And I was just dying. I could have cared less about what was happening on the football game. And I was like, what is he going to produce from this, like, from this performance? And you were all about it, man. Well, you know, what's funny is when I'm a huge football fan. So I'm sitting there watching the Super Bowl. My wife was like, leave me alone. Go watch it on your own. So, you know, I'm all excited. I'm watching a football game by myself in my basement. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, I was like watching, watching, watching. And then all of a sudden, like the weekend came out and I was like, oh, that was funny. But I was like, but I don't think a lot of 
you know, I was like, I don't know if like a lot of people are watching. It's the Super Bowl as if people wouldn't be watching it. But I was like, <laughs> I don't know if people care like that. This would be funny. But then like when the weekend like started doing all that weird stuff, I was like, wow. All right. This is perfect. So I made a meme and I posted it. And like, I was like, oh, people are watching the game. They're not going to see it. And then it like within a few minutes had like 20,000 views or whatever it was. And I was yeah. like, holy crap. I was like, people are watching this. So I was like, all right, let me make another one. Then another, and then I, by the time I realized I made like six weekend memes about teaching in a span of like 10 minutes. And then I was like, all right, let me stop. Cause then I spent the rest of the Super Bowl answering comments about it because I always try to answer every comment. Right. Yeah. Like, I feel like if you took the time to watch something of mine, the least I could do is respond to you because mm -hmm. like if you took the time I could take the time to be, you know, personal. Yeah. Personal. Yeah. Like if someone says hi to you, you would say hi back. It's right. the same thing, you know? And so I, I was like, oh my God. So I ended up spending like half the Super Bowl just like writing like LOL to people. But <laughs> it was okay because like that, that the, the, the weekend he asked for it, you know, yeah. I for them. Well, were him in them. <laughs> I think that's what's super cool about your sense of humor and your style of humor is it is so relatable and it is so personal as well. And so when, when I was like, oh my gosh, he said yes to being on the podcast. My first question um, to you is really like, where do you think that sense of humor comes from? Because I think a lot of people want to be funny and we've all had that friend who tries too hard to be funny. Like, does it just come naturally to you? How does that work for you? Uh, um, I don't I mean, like, ever since I was young, I always liked being, like, entertaining. I guess, yeah. you know, like, I like to entertain. I don't know if, like, that's the right term. Yeah. Like, I was an, yeah, I mean, I always liked being, like, you know, if there was a talent show, I was like, oh, I'll sing, even though I couldn't sing at all. <laughs> but I knew, like, oh, I'll get on stage and people will laugh. Like, it always just came, like, you know, like the class clown concept. Yeah. I always liked that. And I, I don't know, like, my father, I guess, is funny, but he's, like, a serious, like, old Italian man. So it's, like, weird to think. And my mom's, like, kind of funny, but they, they don't try to be funny. It's so weird because like now I see it with my own son. So my son's four. He mm -hmm. plays baseball, and literally he's like, "I'm like, how how was the game today?" Yeah, and he'll say to me like, "Oh, dad, everyone was laughing." I'm like, "No, how was the game?" He's like, <laughs> but all my friends were laughing because like he'll just be in the dugout just making jokes. Yeah. At four years old, he's like, you know, he'll be standing on second base and he's like, "Dad." I love you. That's and amazing. Like, and I'm like, all right. And all the parents <laughs> laugh. He sees that they laugh. So then he likes it, you know, or he'll, yeah. like, he'll pick up the ball and then look at me and be like, dad, I got the ball. And I'm like, all right, throw it. And then <laughs> everyone laughs. So he loved, you know, so it's like, I don't know if that's how it was with me. I don't, mm -hmm. you know, I don't remember, but I don't know. I guess it's just, I, I, I find humor in everyday situations. So like, this whole like my comedy stuff with teaching kind of started because in New York City, every day it's been a, a nightmare with obviously with COVID, with rules, yeah. the rest of the country's like laughing at us, you know, but in the beginning of the year, they were telling us to go teach outside, that that would be a logical thing. Now you've said you've been to New York City. New York City is not a teach not outside. outside. It's not <laughs> yeah. a place. But our mayor kept saying it. So my first like video that kind of was big was I went outside and I tried to show what teaching outside would be like. And I had like people coming up to me in the park and like cars driving by and dogs and people fight, you know, and it was like, 
that but that's what i think people like is that yeah. like as soon as something happens i get dms yeah. a ton of dms right away on instagram or facebook whatever and people be like hey new york city just said this 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 and this like get on it and people mm -hmm. will message me and i'm like oh and then there's that pressure but then i like run and i'll like make a video about it because i like doing things that relate to the time almost like yeah. a night live but right every day like that would kind of be like a, a dream is to like do a mock newscast type of yeah. thing. Yeah. No, like, I love that. Like that, you know, like the Today Show and all those other shows. Uh -huh. But do you think that because your family sounds so similar to mine, we're both Italians. We both love cottage cheese. We learned um, right before this. I had a cottage cheese incident and uh, you mentioned how your wife loves cottage cheese as well. My dad looks like he could be a member of the Italian mafia, but my mom is pretty funny and like there's a lot of similarities. So do you think growing up in a loud, over the top Italian household helped to develop your like sense of humor? Because I, in an Italian household, you fight for attention. And so I think oftentimes I was like, if I can get them to laugh, I can get their attention. Well, all right. So it, it's funny you said, cause like I, growing up, there was a lot of tragedy in my life, not in a, you know, whatever, just personal mm -hmm. stuff, a lot of family members sick or whatever the cases were, but you would have never known it. Like my family would have never ever gave off that impression. Like mm -hmm. that my father or his brothers and sisters were sick. We would, we would just never, we never even saw it. It was just like, we saw it, but my everything was always like, it's going to be okay. And life was always just very easy, but it wasn't. Like in hindsight, I'm like, yeah. holy crap, that was really hard stuff. But in the moment, we didn't think anything of it. I mean, there was me, my brother, my sister, my aunt got really sick. So then I had two cousins move in and they lived with us. And I had a friend that we, my family took in because his family wasn't around. So there was about six of us. Wow. No, seven, eight. There was eight of us at a table every day. So like you said, like the fighting for attention and everyone has a similar personality to me. So you really are fighting for every inch conversation. Also, my parents were crazy. Like, <laughs> you know, like in hindsight, like we had alligators growing up. I lived in Brooklyn, What? Brooklyn, New York. We had alligators. My father was driving to Pennsylvania and a truck was pulled over that was uh, transporting exotic animals. And my father gets out, he helps the guy fix his truck. And then the guy's like, my dad's like, what are you transporting? The guy's like, alligators. My dad's like, I'll give you a hundred bucks for three of them. And my dad came home. Oh with my God. Alligators. And then a kiddie pool, put him in a kiddie pool and put a piece of glass on top of it. So, and we just had alligators roaming our Brooklyn basement. Yeah. And we had like a 17 foot snake that Jake the snake, the wrestler borrowed. Oh like, my like, God. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, like, and it was just, imagine like a creepy boiler room, but then a 17 foot snake in that boiler room in a chicken fence. We just had that. And that was like the norm. So growing up, I didn't think that was weird. Like yeah. we had hundreds of rabbits that they raised to feed a 17 foot snake. And that's when I learned that my father, I walked in on them feeding the snake because that's what you feed a snake. And I started crying because I was a little kid and I started yeah. rabbits. And my dad patted me on the shoulder and he said, well, that's the circle of life. And this I like, feels very Tiger King. <laughs> I mean, right? Like we got alligators, we got, we, we got in Brooklyn, like, imagine in the pavements of Brooklyn, 
We had allergies. Yes. It was strange. Oh, man. Yeah, and my mother hated all this. My mother was like a little school teacher, kindergarten, first grade. And then my dad was like a biker, sleeveless, bald. You know, Amazing. It, it was an interesting household. I love it. It worked. It worked. <clears throat> so you get your ideas for your jokes just from real life. Like that's, you are literally capitalizing on your childhood. You're capitalizing on like experiences that people are at this point. I think it's amazing that people are DMing you and be like, dude, you got to make a joke about this. Well, because I, I like, I, 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 I'm a very observant person. Like in the sense, like if I, I have a great memory, I'm not trying to say whatever, but my memory is phenomenal. Like you were yeah. taking fish oil pills my whole life. <laughs> I, can't, I can't swallow a pill. So it, I'm not taking anything. I just have a phenomenal memory. Like anything that's ever happened in my life, I remember it. it it's bizarre. I feel and like we were separated at birth. <laughs> I remember when I was on the first day of school in like first grade. Yeah, no, like, I remember it all. I remember what I bought at the Scholastic Book Fair. Yes, you did. Grade. What okay? did you buy? I want to know what you bought. What did you buy? I bought a Corvette poster because who didn't buy a Corvette poster? Right. I had a Corvette poster. Then I had I bought a Triple H poster. So I think they were a dollar fifty each. Remember Triple H, the wrestler? No, I have no oh, idea what that well, is. Whatever. He was a big wrestler. I bought his poster, and then I think I bought a bunch of erasers. But the, the big, erasers were cool. The big ticket item. I didn't buy any books because I don't read. No, yeah, I'm not a reader. I, the last book I read was Holes, okay? <laughs> and, and I read it as a child, and that's the last book I read. My okay. mom read me. Um, to kill a mockingbird when I was in high school because I needed to read it and I refused to read it. So she said, sit down and I will read it to you. My, my mom was very nice, <laughs> but I needed it like to pass the class. And she's like, just sit and I'll read it. Listen. Yeah. And I sat and listened to like 400 pages of Atticus Finch. Just doing it's a pretty good book. No, it was a phenomenal listen. Yes. <laughs> so audiobooks, your mom's mom your audio reader. Back in, back in 1999, my mom was audiobooking me. Yes, the original Audible. It was my mom. Her <laughs> reading while I sat on a bench. Miserably. That is amazing. She forced me to just sit and listen because uh -huh. I was going to go to the class. I love that. No, it was very so, nice. Once again, in hindsight, torturous at the time. Mm -hmm. But Well, I'm curious too, like there's a, there are two people who I am definitely following every single day for humor. You being one of them. The other is just the polar opposite. And I'm actually curious if you follow this. Um, they make tons of memes. It's middle class fancy. Do you, no. are you familiar with middle class fancy? No. Oh my God. So it takes like mom and dad humor and it turns it into memes for like our age group of like shit that our parents said that isn't that funny so like you're at the applebee's and the waitress comes and is like are you done with this and your dad has an empty plate and he's like we didn't like it at all it was terrible and it's I like say that joke every time yeah. <laughs> right or yeah. like would you like another beer? There must have been a hole in my glass, right? Like what happened? So it's all of this humor. You've got to look it up because it is so funny. And so what other kind of humor do you gravitate towards for like ideas and just to make you laugh? Like who makes the guy who makes other people laugh? Like who makes you laugh? Um, I, so I am 
friendly with and like we're friends and I, I enjoy his humor and we talk with Mr. D who a lot yeah. of people obviously know mm-hmm. in this. Um, him and I did some comedy shows together oh, and uh, we do like some, sh- we did some shows on Zoom and him and I are very like similar in the sense yeah. that we like to find humor in the everyday things. Like a lot of the inspiration I think comes from my students. Right. Because I mean, keep in mind, like I'm going insane because I have been in my house teaching from home since March of last year. We mm-hmm. never went back. There was yeah. not even that little moment. So like I talked to, I, I talked to little blank boxes all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Nobody, you know, New York City said that no one has to turn their cameras on. They said that they didn't have to. So I've been talking to myself. So I kind of just have to make myself laugh because yeah. Uh, because otherwise I go crazy. Like I tell jokes, I'm like Dora the Explorer. I'll be like, and what year did Abe Lincoln die? Good job, And then like, no one responds, it's crickets. I mean like, I'm to the point, I fake passed out in front of my class. I fake passed out because I wanted to do an experiment to see if any of them gave a shit and they don't. And um, (laughs) and that was the conclusion. of the experiment. So I got on the camera and I was like, Hey guys, I'm just not feeling too good today. Just silence. Nothing. No, everything. Right. So I was like, yeah, I'm just not really feeling great. And I just slowly just toppled over and there was not a peep, a kid eventually. Cause then I was peeking up over the desk just to read if they were opening their cameras or anything. And a kid uh, wrote in the chat, you okay. Now, he didn't put a question mark, so I don't know yeah. if he was saying you okay, like I'm okay, or if he was asking, but either way, I popped up and I was like, I could have been dead. None of you care. And there was still no response. And then finally Nothing. someone wrote LOL. And I was like, LOL. Um. So they're there. They're showing up-ish. Uh, I mean, maybe. I don't yeah. know. I mean, a f- I-, I did an assignment yesterday that just was say here. And that was the whole assignment. Say here in the chat. And mm-hmm. only two people did it out of 28. <laughs> so, and then they made up excuses why later when I put the grade in, they were like, yeah. oh, I was in the bathroom. I was like, I was at the deli. I was, you know, I was, oh in, my God, at the deli. I was in Dubai, you know, like wherever they were. That's hilarious. So, and like parents kind of got mad. They were like, well, you can't give them a grade. I go, they were not there. Yeah. I go, myself, I go, how do you think I feel? You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, because they were upset that, they, you know, whatever. <laughs> well, this is actually this is perfect because I think that a lot of teachers can relate to that. And at this point, like if we can't laugh at what the past couple school years have been, if we can't find some humor in it, then like we're just we're like jaded and we're <laughs> exhausted and like we need to really reflect on that. So. I know, and this is interesting because this this is probably not coming through a lot on on your like IG news feed, but these seem to be happening because 96% of my followers on Instagram are females. So mm-hmm. um, I see a lot of like Ryan Gosling memes on mine. Have you seen these memes where like he's trying to be a model and then he starts it with like, hey girl. Hey and girl, then he says something in meeting can wait. Yes. Yes. Okay. So you've seen them. I've seen them. Yeah. yeah. I I want you in this moment to, and I even, in case you needed inspiration, I can share my screen here. Um, 
because I found, I just went ahead and Googled the whole thing right here. So here oh. is your inspiration. Okay, so that's the picture. You can kind of channel your inner Ryan Gosling. Give us your best on the spot meme that you feel like would just motivate all those listeners out there. And I want you to do it in your best. Like, I don't know what Ryan Gosling's voice is. I don't is. even know what his voice is because I can't think of the last thing he was in. <laughs> But um, because he's been so irrelevant for so long, but I know he's still a good looking guy. Yeah, so. his memes are surviving longer than his box office films. His, his but. memes have made him continue to be relevant. All right, I yeah. got one for you. I got okay, one. okay, go for it. Word it. All right. Uh, hey, uh, let me think. I don't even know how to. I, the I, voice. I, so long, I don't even know how to talk sexy anymore. I don't even know what that sounds like. <laughs> like. Hey girl, like that. I just like a, I own a. No, bed. that that feels like you're like at a bar. <laughs> yeah, uh, but all right, I'm gonna say it in my voice, which okay. you know, is the cross of you know Charlie Day and Nick Miller from New Girl, which I hear all day long. Yes, your and voice is amazing. And at one point, you used a word during this interview, and I was like, that word does not. Oh, I lost you. I was like that that does not have an R on it. And I'm trying to remember what it was. I was going to stop you. And I was like, no, I want him to just keep saying it. They, um, I was on a, in with another group of people once and, uh, we were talking and I kept saying the word radiator and they're like, Oh, what? And I'm like radiator. And they're like, what is that? And I was like, it gives off heat, a radiator. They're like, Oh, I can't even actually Ray, radiator. Oh yeah. They're like a rate. I look at my mouth trying to say it. I'm like in speech right now. I'm like <laughs> a radiator. They were like, why are you saying it like that? I'm like, I don't know how you're saying it. They're like, what is a radiator? Where does it? I was like, I don't know. It's just how we were taught. I don't know. Coffee, milk, water, radiator. They just, those are just the way they come out. When I hear that, I think like they're doing that on purpose, right? Like, like you can't all be coffee? Doing coffee, but how like do you coffee? coffee, 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 yeah, coffee, coffee. It, it's something it's uh, I think it's in the air here. It uh, subdues our palates. I made that yeah. up. I don't even know what that means. Well, something happens, I guess, in the south then because yeah, often do you do you do an impression of oh my god, this will be so fun. Do an impression of what you think I sound like from your perspective. Like, do I sound super no southern to you? What you think I sound like from your perspective? Everything is like perfectly articulated, but I don't know how to do that. It's interesting because most people from other cities would be like, "Oh my god, you're so southern," and yeah, I'm like, I don't, well, what you sound so proper to me. Oh my god, proper. I don't, know, I don't know what proper is. I, you're talking to the wrong person. Other people would be like, well, we're from the South and we don't have any stoplights in our town. So we just go to the Casey's General Store for the spinning pizza. And yeah, I'm like, I don't that know is... what a spinning pizza is. Is that a round pie? No. So <laughs> spinning like, pizza. This is amazing because I got a lot of rural listeners right here. Okay, I need so, to know if I go down South. I can have myself a. Yeah. When you get you uh, into the towns that literally you'll be like. Okay, the next town is 42 miles away. So I need to definitely stop at that Casey's General Store, which is a gas station. Okay. So I can go to the restroom and then get a snack, which is going to be pizza. They're famous. Casey's General Store is famous for pizza. I never and heard of Casey's General Store. Well, it's it's famous. It's famous in rural America. And you can get your yourself a slice of pizza and it spins on this. 
it's this like little cabinet that you open the cabinet and you pick yourself out a piece of pizza. Oh, like a hot dog, uh, like uh, the pretzel things. Yeah. Yes. Kind of like that. But they don't sell hot dogs there. There are no pretzels. There's no like Tokitos on a roller. No, this is a, this is like a, literally a little closet. It's a little chamber for the pizza. But now here's my question to you. And I'm not, I'm, I didn't forget your Ryan Gosling thing. Remember? Okay. Have, we're getting remember. back to it. Yeah. 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 But, now, do you guys have halal carts? Oh, what is it? See, okay, see, so I don't know your KC's general store, but we have on like every block here a halal cart. It's that's a that's a store. No, uh, it's like a cart, like a hot dog vendor kind of. Oh like, no! Wait. Oh my god! No, but, no, that is not a thing. And you that's know. like a staple of like. I mean, you'll be sick the next day, but. It's phenomenal in the moment kind of food. When I was in New York, I did not eat off of that. Now, I went to a lot of pizza spots, but I did not get a hot dog off of a cart. Well, the hot dogs are safer. I'm not going to say fully safe, but safer. <laughs> okay. Nothing's too safe. Yeah. And there's no bathroom available. Nothing is ever too safe. Because think about it. Like, I go to the bathroom and they're in that little hut all day. Yeah. You know. No, thank you. All right. I got my Ryan Gosling. Okay. We're going to get the screen back up. Okay. All right. Ready? Yep. I'm ready. Uh, let me, I'm just trying to think of how to word it so it makes sense, but. Got to start with, hey girl. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey girl. I know you're the general ed teacher, but don't say nothing important during that IEP meeting. No one cares what you have to say. Just stutter your way through it. Cause that's what happens for every general ed teacher apparently is because I know me personally, I go in with all the ideas and then yes. when you point the spotlight at me, I say nothing of value except uh, they're in my class and uh, I have them as a student right now. Yeah. They come every day and, and they're really good and they're always polite. And as far as, and then I bring, I bring like the wrong um, folder for them. Yes. So I saw, wait, I think I saw, I think I saw a meme of yours recently about this where you're like, I've got it. I've got their file. It was super funny. Oh, thank you. But yeah, like if it's Monica's IP meeting, like I'm bringing John's paperwork and yeah. I'm just not admitting it. So I'll just read it all off as is. And oh. Well, you give us life every single time you make a new post thank and you. thank you for, thank you for allowing us to laugh. I really, I always say like when I'm doing like PD and doing workshops in schools that like laughter leads to learning. I think that's true in professional development for teachers. I also think that's a hundred percent true with our students. Like if we can get kids laughing, we can get kids listening. And if we can yeah. get kids listening, we can get them building relationships with us. And when we have a relationship with them, like that is when the actual learning is going to start. So I am sure the kids are listening. I feel like my humor and my personality with the kids is what makes them listen. Dude, if people want to continue laughing with you, where can they find you on social media? So I am on Instagram and TikTok and that's it. At, <laughs> at, uh, I'm on Facebook as well, but I, that's like slowly phasing out a little, but yeah, uh, Instagram and TikTok. My name on there is stand up Randazzo. Like, Hey, stand up Randazzo or like stand up comedy. Cause I also do stand up comedy. Gasper is such a nice guy and I just find him refreshing and hilarious and also so very genuine. 
If you're not already following him on social media, he's definitely worth that follow. Now, we talked a lot about laughter and humor in this episode. And one thing that I believe in in such a big way is that laughter leads to learning. I 100% believe that if we can get kids laughing, we can get them listening. And when we can get them listening, we can actually build a relationship with them. And we know as teachers, when we have a relationship with a student, that is when the learning starts. And so I want to officially invite you into a course that I am leading during the month of December called The Rooted Classroom. It is a 21-day virtual course that is dedicated to building ridiculously strong relationships with every student in your class, including those super hard-to-reach kids. During the 21-day experience, we will dive into strategies and ideas and things that are outside of the box but totally works when it comes to connecting with kids. There are gonna be video lessons, dynamic discussions, and during that 21-day experience, I go live in the course so you can dive into the questions that you have rolling around in your heart, in your head. It is going to be an incredible experience, but this is the last call because registration for this dynamic online course ends super soon. You can check out monicagenta.com slash courses to learn more about the Rooted Classroom course. But I promise by the end of that 21 day experience, you will absolutely be equipped with those ideas that put the roots before the fruits. And you'll walk away with dynamic relationships with your students. Again, that's monicagenta.com slash courses. I would love to learn and laugh and grow with you during the month of December. I want to thank you so much for being a part of this Teacher Life episode. If you are a new listener, make sure that you're clicking subscribe so these episodes get dropped into your podcast platform every single week. Until the next episode where we are laughing and learning together, I just want to officially thank you for living this teacher life.